This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. You can reach me at mhs at altamontenterprise.com. I'm talking to Sandra Dollard, the new director of the Gilderland Chamber of Commerce. A common thread running through her life has been creating connections. For years, she ran a shop, Evoke Style, at Stuyvesant Plaza that she ran like an 1890 salon, a place where women would come and talk and support each other and good causes. That's what my shop was about, connecting women, she says. Shopping, she adds, is not frivolous. It's important to shop locally, Dollard says, because it's important to have our roads paved. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, I think you're probably familiar to our readers. I know during the pandemic, Sean Mulcairn interviewed you twice when you had your <laughs> shop in Stuyvesant Plaza and you had yes, you did. such prescient things to say. So I'm hoping you can just kind of, we'll begin with you, kind of who you are. Okay. If you could just walk us through your life. I understand you're from the area to begin with, right? Yeah, I'm born and raised. I was born in Albany. I married a Voorheesville boy uh, 34 years ago. And uh, I'm married. I have dogs, no children. And our dog currently is Vixie, who we love dearly. Yeah, and dogs I just can be Alton. like children. Dogs can really. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But we need to back up. I'm sorry, we need to back up, hear more about growing up in Albany. Just tell us a little about what your family was like, where you got your sense of style. Um, Well, my sense of style comes definitely from my mother, a little bit of interior influence from my father, who later on in life, we learned had a really great eye for interior. Um, My I grew up in a basic Irish Catholic household. Uh, I'm one of four children. I have two wonderful sisters, Dawn and Lynn, and I have a great brother by the name of T or Tom. And my sister's um, husband, my one eldest sister, husband, Dawn, um, his name's Don, and he's been in my life since I was nine. So I have a great family and we're all very close and we all stayed local. Uh, my father owned an insurance agency, which my brother later took over. And he was also a lobbyist and he was a self-made man because he was not a lawyer and he did go to college, but he became a lobbyist and owned his own company and was just brilliant and charismatic kind of guy. Oh, that's great. And your mother, you said, is where you got your sense of style. Tell us about her. My mother is, um, my mother was a great woman. Uh, we lost her too early in life. Um, she unfortunately passed away at 64, but she was a very stylish woman who had to learn style. Um, especially once she married my dad. Uh, and she was just, she could take a room and just make it beautiful. And her sense of clothing and color was always right there. So that's where I get that from. Um, more so, she was much more talented than I am, but, you know, I did pretty well. So she was great. And as I said, my siblings and I are still really close. Um, 
My one nephew is a lobbyist. My other nephew is in business and they're both doing brilliant. One lives in Colorado and our local nephew, Kevin Dugan, he is actually a lobbyist for the Restaurant Association. So I'm very proud of both of them. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a great family. So... I just did a quick look at LinkedIn and saw that you... It needs to be updated. Oh, yeah, I really do. But I, I saw that you spent the the beginning of your career uh, with interior design, uh, Stickly Audi, and it said you had $17 million of sales in 13 years. So just tell us a little about your your life as a saleswoman and and how that, how well, that I, unfolded. It unfolded because I love people. Um, I love to connect people. Uh, and also, I love interiors. So I gained a lot of knowledge in my 17 years there. Mr. and Mrs. Audi um, are wonderful people. Mr. Audi is no longer with us, but they taught us, taught me a lot, gave me a lot of opportunity when I was very young, and really helped me become the person I am today, along with a lot of wonderful people I met on my adventure there. Um, so I kind of, my, my dad's daughter, so he was always, as I said, charismatic and a salesperson and, ha- and didn't do anything he didn't believe in. And I just kind of followed those traits and my family has instilled in me a sense of hard work. And I think that's where I came from. I, I don't mind working hard. I love a challenge and I love people. So I just put it all together. And what made you decide to launch your own shop, Evoke Style in Stuyvesant Plaza? I wanted to do something different and I wanted to do something on my own. And a friend of mine's husband suggested I do fashion. I've been always helping his wife and our friends and things like that dress. And he strongly suggested I open up um, my own shop. And I wanted to do something on my own and try it. And we had 11 wonderful years there, 11 wonderful years. So So, I have no complaints. Well, tell us about that shop, because I've heard about it before we wrote about it, just from people who said, you can't find anything like this locally. It's so unique. Just tell us what what made that shop so special. I think what made the shop so special is I really wanted to run an 1890s salon. Remember when women would just gather <laughs> and talk and come up and support each other and come up with creative and great ideas. I had that sense. That's what I wanted to do. And that's what my shop was about. It was about connecting women. We really created a community of women, a very strong women who became friends amongst themselves um, through different events that we did through reach out that we did. We did charity events once a month, every month, um, so I'm really proud of that community that I had created. And I stay in touch with many of those wonderful ladies. I just and I think on top of it is shopping is not frivolous. People do shopping, stress release, a gathering with friends, um, sometimes just out of true need, whether they've gained weight, lost weight, whatever, or they just need a pick me up. They need a new look. But when I hear people say, oh, shopping is frivolous or fashion is frivolous, that's not true. Because it it helps that person create who they are. 
Oh, I like your philosophy. And I love this idea of creating like an 1890s salon because it was great. There's so few places that are like that now. And the more we get online, um, here we are talking through our computers, the less we have of that sense of community and coming together. So exactly, exactly. Well, this segues perfectly into your new job <laughs> because I looked up the stories uh, Sean had written about you um, early in the pandemic. You said, you know, people don't want to discuss product. They're worried. I'm just going to close my store. And you said you were going to keep people engaged through videos and you were making videos on how to clean out your closet or how to pack your cashmere. Yeah. Cause we weren't allowed to be open. So I had to come, I had to reach out to my ladies somehow. And then I also did packages based on what I knew they liked. I dropped them off at the house. They could keep what they liked and return what they didn't. And then I charged the card. But it helped my business stay going. And we did fun things like that. Yeah. We were connected at a very difficult time. Well, and before you were in the role you are now, which is promoting local business, you said back then, it's important to shop locally because it's important to have our roads paved. You had this real sense that that matters. So just tell us now about your new job and what you hope to do here? Well, when I closed Evoke, um, and we didn't close other than I had a personal issue. I needed, it was very public. I had cancer and I got myself through chemo and I wanted to help other people. When I closed my business, I wanted to find some place to help somebody run their business. Well, this opportunity came on board and now I can help many people with their own businesses. And I find that very, very exciting. I really do. Because as a small business owner, Danielle, who used to be the director of the chamber, and Kathy, who's our interim, both helped me essential in my own growth. And Danielle keeping me going through the pandemic. So that's a very important thing. And, you know, we have to support small business. We need to support the chambers in our communities. We are a community of chambers. And they all do important jobs. And that's what I'm finding. So you mentioned your immediate predecessor, uh, Danielle Walsh. And I know some of the things that she had started. And I wonder if you're going to continue with that. Um, She had a cooperative marketing program. And she also had set up a, she called it Advocacy and Economic Development Committee. Um, are those things that are going to continue with the yes, chamber? Yes, we are going to continue with that. Um, we're reassessing some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of it we're going to go forward with. Um, I find it right now I'm working on the aspect of videos and social media. I'm reaching out personally to all of our members I'm reaching out to members who have left us and hopefully get them back. Um, You know, our larger members, they don't necessarily need us. We need them to be part of the community, but we also give them credibility because by supporting the chamber, they are supporting the community that shops and does business with them. My smaller businesses need help. They need help with social media. They need help with meeting people. They need help with growth. And that's what we're here for. Um, And that's essentially why you join a community chamber is because 
you need somebody boots on the ground, ready to help you out. Is it a ribbon cutting? Is it an educational program? I had somebody the other day who uses, is, is partnered with SUNY. I showed another business how to partner with SUNY. Um, you know, so things like that, trading ideas, um, helping each other. That's what we're about. So you mentioned um, videos and social media. Are you going to sort of serve as an instructor of that, having done it yourself or put no, people in touch? No, I'm going to touch? do it myself. Every oh. Monday and Friday, okay. we will be posting Mondays and Fridays. We will be posting a different video of one of our members, companies, and what they do. Um, last week, we did Bex. Okay. Tomorrow we'll be doing, hopefully, at, I have one this afternoon. If it, if it comes off right, right, we'll be doing a new company in the old pottery barn in Crossgates called um, Express Furniture. Um, they're a new member and we want to support them. I'm also working with doing a video this weekend. Again, if everything comes, you know, everything has to come up right technically, um, but with the Alpal in who has been a strong leader in this community for many years. Lori and Garrett Beckman are very good and very giving in the community. So that's a really exciting new initiative. I, I wasn't aware of that. That's great. Because when I talked to Kathy Burbank, this was back in July, you know, Daniela just announced she was leaving. Yeah. I hadn't yet found you. She said, um, the way we do business has totally changed since I was here. And that was just seven years ago. And she, yeah. and she said, I think it's COVID driven, but I also think it was a long time coming. There's more work-life balance now. Businesses don't automatically think of joining the chamber when they come to Gilderland. So, I mean, I sense from that there's a shift in what the chamber does. She said, like, people don't want to network and get together anymore. Um, but it looks like you're you're keeping those same connections back to your 1890s salon idea, but you're doing it kind of in a new way. Is that the idea with these well, videos? I am doing it a new way, and there is one thing that's changed since July. The one thing that's changed since July is the fact that people do want to go back out. And what we're finding is that we have we have a, we have a um, mixer next Tuesday night, Wednesday night, the second uh, Wednesday night. The second is at um, and uh, let's see, it is at my apologies. I just want to look at my calendar to get the right things. It's at BSNB on Western Avenue. And it's for chamber members or if they want to bring a guest. But we already have 60 people signed up for it. Oh, wow. So, so people are what, back out there. OK, and people are back out there because so many people are working at home right now that what we're finding is they don't have that social outlet. And if they don't if they don't reach out except for the Internet and email, they don't have another way to reach out to people about what they do. So the mixers are going to be very important. We did one last Wednesday at Azalea's in Carmen Plaza. Tara, the owner there, is fantastic. We had 16 women there and talking about what they do and sharing. And it was great. It was so much fun. And I, and I learned so much. Oh, that's wonderful. So... I know, too, a big focus, or at least I think it is, is your 50th anniversary. Is that still you're having a, a golden anniversary celebration? We are. Um, we had our annual dinner already. So I think at this point, we are great that it's our 50th year. 
Um, but we're kind of going towards our 51st. Okay. So what we're going to be doing now. I know that um, Danielle had wanted to get 50 new members for the 50th year. Uh, We're up to about 36. Oh, wow. That's great. Oh, that's great. And we do need, my goal is, if I can, is to get us up to 60. Wow. So we're going to we're going to really try for that. So how many members does the, the does the chamber currently have? The chamber currently has 250 members. Okay. Okay, approximately. Okay. Um some of them are barter. Um some of them are are, are paid, most are paid. Um we have a few that we barter with when we need services. Um but that's what we're working on. Um you know, that's we're working on hitting the goals that we need to hit because the chamber suffered quite a bit. We've lost quite a bit of members these last two years and we need to get them back. Yeah. Everything changed with the pandemic. And I just think if you could kind of, Maybe it's uh, drawing on your father's salesmanship, but kind of just give us a pitch on why, if somebody's listening, they're a business in town, they haven't joined, what, what, what might motivate them? What might be a reason for joining the chamber? Well, the joining the chamber, the main reason is community. The people who shop with you are the people who are live in the community. And the chamber is a community chamber, which means we support our members. And we do that by doing the mixers and getting people together. Of course, I'm, I'm starting a huge social media campaign. Plus the fact is we do every week, we do our um, like informational bites every Tuesday and our news bits. And that gets out what your company's doing that week. I talked to another chamber president the other day and he, he said it perfectly. He goes, it's like a health club. We're there to do whatever you need and to change your, change your business or help you with your business like a body. They're there to help your body. And, you know, you feed us what you need. And if we don't hear from you, the, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to reach out to you and say, OK, what can we do for you? Like I had a chamber member the other day. They really don't need anything from me, but he's looking for a house in a particular area. So I made five phone calls to people I know who live in that area (laughs) and some real estate agents to see if we could get something. I have another chamber, uh, not yet, but hopefully another joiner who has an issue with, he's a very small restaurant. He's great. I mean, I'll give him a punch. It's Sage Bistro. He's fantastic. But he doesn't have time to do his own social media anymore. So I said, here, give me some, give me some beautiful of your dishes. I eat there all the time. I'll take a picture of it and we'll post it. Because nothing does better than a graphic. And for the bigger businesses, basically, you're right. You don't need us. But we will give your business credibility showing that you are supporting the community in which you serve. And that's really important. People know, need to know that the big businesses, yes, they have their own social media. They have a way to get together with people. They have the business, but they also need to support the community that they're doing business in because keep in mind, as it was when I owned my own business, businesses support your area. They support your schools. They support your fire department. They pave your streets. It's all of the taxes and money earned from all of these different businesses and the chamber is here to support those businesses. And that's why you support the chamber. 
Very well said. <laughs> so um, you mentioned a couple of things I'd like it if you could unpack. You said um, that you're working on social media campaigns for various businesses. What like what does that consist of? How how well, would that it's play gonna consist, out? It's going to consist of videos. Mm -hmm. It's also one arm I need to talk about too is that we're also there if you need bodies at something. Like if you have, if a small business needs to go to the town for something and you're a member of ours, we will be there to support you in your issues. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, if you have something regulatory and you have to deal with something on the state or federal level, but you're down at the state, you know, the state building, trying to get a license, trying to do whatever, you're a member, we'll get bodies there to support you. So that's another arm of what we're doing. You know, what you need, just you let us know and we'll help to make it happen as best as we can. So another thing you mentioned is this community of other chambers. Can you just yes. tell us a little about that? How, well, how wide of a geographic the, I've area? I've met with the Bethlehem and Colony Chambers. Uh -huh. And we're small chambers. Aubrey does a great job. Don't get me wrong. Aubrey does a fantastic job. They have educational initiatives. They've partnered with SUNY. But the day-to-day -day work, the day of, you know, yes, I can show up at all my businesses in town over a month. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can be present. I can be boots on the ground. That's what we have to offer. And getting together with the other, other businesses, like we're having a mixer on December 7th for the three tri um, Chamber of Commerce, Bethlehem Colony and ourselves. And we're just kind of getting together to say, yes, we support each other. Like I was having coffee at Perfect Blend the other day with um, the new Terry, the new director there. And she was talking to the owner and she, he said, how's things going? He goes, great, except I don't have enough employees. Well, I was on my way to a job fair. So I said, send me something, which he did. And I gave out Seven flyers for Perfect Blend yesterday at Crossgate's Mall Job Fair. <laughs> okay. He's not my member. He's Terry's member. But we're helping each other. It's, and that's what it's all about. Oh, gosh. It sounds like you're always working. So um, another thing that you mentioned that I'd like to explore a little, because you had your shop for over 10 years in Stuyvesant Plaza, and that seems so different to me, although I know it's just recently changed its ownership, than, say, Crossgates Mall. Um, is it hard as a chamber? You mentioned some of the big businesses don't need you in the same way as the small ones, but they need to be perceived as supporting the community. But here, Crossgates, you know, right off the North Way, it draws from something much larger than Gilderland. I mean, is, is it a priority to make inroads into a place like that or just to sort of focus on, you know, the, the smaller, more local sorts of businesses? No, it, we, we support all business in Gilderland. We support all business in Gilderland. I'm actually going to be going to the board meetings for Costco. Um, they've passed all their environmental. They've done everything they need to do. Um, they are a business trying to open up in Gildalyn. Um, the, the Gildalyn Chamber of Commerce, myself, and the board support them. So we will be going to those sessions with the town. Um, we have Stuyvesant Plaza and Crossgates are some of our biggest tax revenues that help our community. Okay. And we need to be there to support them as well. 
because that the, the monies they bring in help support all our small businesses on that corridor. You know, you're going to Crossgates for something, but you want a cup of coffee. Well, we've got this great new shop opening up the scene and we're so excited about it on Western Avenue. And it's going to be a fabulous cafe. And, you know, then we have five guys burgers. The, the owner of that pl- five guys is fantastic. Him and his wife are so generous. Um, so these businesses, these large entities help support the small entities that's, on the corner. Yeah. And that's where our businesses are. <laughs> that, I like that. I like your philosophy. Um, you see, you're like a perennial optimist. You see the silver lining to everything. So our time has gone so fast. Do you have closing thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with? I would just like to reach out to all of our businesses, large or small, in Gilderland. Tell them that we're here for them. We need membership. I'm not kidding on that. We need membership. To keep going, we need our members. Okay? And so you'll be hearing from us. (laughs) And you'll be seeing me. So um, be ready. Um, Oh, by the way, I'm just going to do one plug. Main Street Cafe just opened up two days ago in Altamont. I've had two orders out of there. Both fantastic. The baked goods are great. Jen is delightful. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Be ready to see me out there. I stopped in to take a picture, and she was so busy she couldn't even talk. And those baked goods were stacked up. They they looked oh, perfect. Oh, they are so good. Yeah. They're yummy. The blueberry cake and the apple cake. I think I'm torn between which one I like better. <laughs> 